0: Welcome to the first episode of the podcast about nothing. I am your host, Christian Woodall. Um, here on this podcast, we like to talk about sports, um, music, clothing, uh, fashion, culture, all of those things. Um, so hopefully we get into a lot of that today. But I just wanted to give you guys some background about myself. Of as I said, my name is Christian Woodall. I am your host. Um, I'm a senior at Valasa State. Uh, my major is interdisciplinary studies with concentrations in. Uh, public relations and coaching. I am currently mulling over grad school, so um, we will see how that goes uh, when the year comes to an end or or, uh, we get closer to the the, uh, deadline of graduation. We'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, let's get right into it today. So we are going to jump into basketball, and as of this recording, we have an NBA Finals matchup all set The Lakers successfully beat the Nuggets to come out of the Western Conference in their series um, in five games. It was a 4-1. Miami Heat successfully beat the Boston Celtics to come out of the Eastern Conference in their series. They won 4-2. And um, I just can't help but think, who, who would have called this finals matchup, you know, in January, in December? A lot of us had the Lakers. And when I say us, I mean, you know, it's basketball fans, uh, sports analysts, whoever the case may be, a lot of people had the Lakers, but I don't think a lot of people had the Miami Heat. Um, and I, th- I think it's I think it's only appropriate in a season that hasn't been typical, hasn't been normal. Um, it's it's nice to see something out of the ordinary. I I personally enjoyed the playoffs this year; it was a blast, and I do look forward to these finals. Uh, a lot of interesting matchups in this series. You got LeBron James from the Lakers. Um against Jimmy Butler, you know, got the head guy of the heat the guy that makes those those young guys go. They go as he goes, so it's gonna be interesting seeing how that goes. Um Anthony Davis and Bam out of Bayou are also two two players to watch on the opposing sides as well. Um I think it's gonna be an incredible defensive series. Um the Lakers of course had one of the best defenses in the league and Miami's defense has been simply suffocating since going down to the bubble. So we're gonna see how that pans out. I personally have the Lakers in six. I think um I think a lot of guys on, on that Lakers roster just has a lot to prove. LeBron James obviously felt like he um he should have been MVP this year or he should have at least gotten more votes for MVP. Anthony Davis is what was was widely what we widely believe snubbed out of a defensive player of the year award. Um yeah, those those guys on the Lakers are just fighting for a lot, fighting for their 17th championship, um, fighting to uh, honor the legacy of the late great Kobe Bryant. So we we will see, but I I I just don't know. I think the Heat might have met their match. Another matchup that I'd be remiss if I didn't mention is the matchup with um between the two coaches. Um uh, Frank Vogel, current coach of the Lakers. Eric Spolstra, who's uh, been in the saddle with the Heat for quite a while now. Um, this Those two, their coaching rivalry goes back to probably about 2011, 2012, when Frank Vogel was actually head coach of Pacers. Pacers. And ironically enough, Eric Spolstra was coaching LeBron James, and Frank Vogel was coaching against LeBron James. Um, and Vogel never got over that hump with that Pacers team. That Heat team with LeBron always bested um Frank Vogel and his Pacers. So it'll be interesting to see if this time around Frank Vogel can get LeBron over the hump against Eric Spoelstra. We are going to transition out of basketball and we are going to get into some football. So for the second straight week, the Atlanta Falcons have um, experienced—I don't know what to call it. Is it a collapse? Is it bad coaching? is it a lack of awareness by the players I don't know but um this this week um was week 3 and the Falcons had the Chicago Bears at home uh once again um in similarity with the game they had against the Dallas Cowboys last week the Falcons outfit, offense and defense uh came out on fire on all cylinders they were playing a great game for about 3 quarters and it just seems like in the fourth quarter these guys stall out and i I, for the life of it, I cannot put my finger on what it is, but that—that's just not something that can happen two weeks in a row. That's for all the talent that these guys have on their on the team. That's just not something that should happen for two weeks in a row, and at some point. Where do you where do you point the finger or, or who do you assess accountability to? Is it a coaching issue? Is it a playing issue? Um, I think that's something they need to figure out very soon because this season is going downhill very fast. And we are on the way to week four. Um, those guys have to meet Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field Monday night next week. And I fear for them if they don't figure this out soon. I'm gonna get into some more football um'm uh, gonna dive into the injury aspect of things actually um so as I think a lot of us know who watch football or if you don't, I'll explain it to you um so because of the pandemic the the n f l wanted to eliminate you know unnecessary travel and um you know kind of limit contact, limit training camps do things like that. Um, As a result, they decided that it was best to do no preseason because preseason games are essentially just, um, you know, meaningless exhibition games. But they can also be used to evaluate talent, Um, you know, just get a few plays off that you might not run during the year, but you want to see if it'll work later on in the year. Uh, Things of that nature, just just ways to get, you know, those guys muscles warm, do things like that. Well, there was no preseason this year, and there have been a lot of soft tissue injuries. And when I say soft tissue, I mean things, you know, um, such as ligaments and things of that nature. Um, I certainly hope those guys who are injured get better, but you just hate to see that so early in the season. And of course, injuries are normal with the game of football, but we've never seen them swarm the league like they did um week two. A lot of guys are out for the season. A lot of guys are out for a couple months. So we just hope that those guys get better. But if I'm the commissioner, I'm looking at these things when guys tell me, you know, they don't want preseason, that is meaningless. You look at it, you look at them, and you tell them, well, this is why we have preseason. Like you guys, you guys may be glad you're just on the field, but you you can get hurt. Like this, this could all be taken away from you, you know? So I think you should use those opportunities to, um to get those warm up games. And even if, 'Cause in preseason games a lot of those guys who you're making the big bucks don't always play like big minutes. Uh they'll probably play a quarter or a half or so. But um I, I just think if you're the commissioner or whoever or the players association, you just look at these type of things and you say, Okay, maybe we do need preseason. Um, you know, just keep our bodies, you know, warmed up, keep us in shape, get that run. Because, you know, a lot of these guys didn't have a real training camp. A lot of these guys didn't get to, um, you know, get the proper exercise and do all that stuff. And it's hard to just, you know, get your body reacclimated to go full speed and carry pads and uh, run on turf and all that stuff and take hits. So um, you're bound to get hurt when you're not prepared for that type of stuff. So um, these injuries, the injuries suck, but I hope after this season um, they they highly consider you know, making sure they have preseason going forward to try to prevent the amount of injuries that we have seen. Now, before we go today, I just wanted to take some time to talk about a little bit of music, talk about some things that I know are supposed to be coming out, and some things that may have been delayed. So we're gonna start off with delayed. Um, Two Chains was supposed to have an album called So Help Me God. Um it's gonna drop September 25th, but he had recently took to his Instagram to discuss um, how he was waiting on, you know, some sample clearance and also clearance for a skit. So if you're fans of him like I am, uh, just wait on it, guys. As a, as, a, as a big fan of his, I know that it's going to be quality. I know that he takes his time on his projects. Um, he makes sure it's perfect to make sure it's mixed. Well, he does all of that. If you heard if you haven't heard rapper go to the league um, I suggest you go listen to it it's a great rap album to me um, it was one if some of his best work um, you can tell he really put the time in on it and I personally can't wait for this next project. Um now 21 Savage is dropping Savage Mode on this Friday, Savage Mode 2. I'm sorry. Um it's executive produced by Metro Boomin. If you know who Metro Boomin is, you know that we are in for a great one. he's produced some classics from a lot of a lot of well, I'm sure what are people's favorite rappers, Future, Drake, um Lil Uzi, Young Thug. Um it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so everybody should stay tuned for that. And also, uh, 21 Savage is another one of those artists who really makes sure he perfects his craft, really makes sure he's um, not just putting out music just because. He really takes his time with his stuff. He makes sure it's something that the fans will like. He makes sure it's something they'll appreciate, that he know that they'll know that he worked hard on. So I look forward to that. And something that I've also been looking for um, from a Drake. <laughs> everybody loves Drake, right? Um yeah. He has an album that's supposed to be coming, some people are speculating in October. Um, certified Lover Boy. He did drop a single from that album this summer called Laugh Night Laugh Now, Cry Later featuring Lil little Dirk. Um, I personally like the song. And I'm I'm gonna be honest, I haven't been a huge fan of Drake's last few projects, but based off of if I could base it off that one song and as well as some of the um some of his songs that got leaked this summer, well, we're, I, I think those who are also disappointed with Drake are, are going to be really happy with this album mm. that's coming out. Um, looks like a lot of quality stuff. Looks like he's been working really hard. Uh, quarantine has done him really good. I remember him getting on his Instagram live and talking about it. Um, he's just had a lot of time to work on his music, um, to mix these things, perfect it, so um I think that Drake's going to be in top form whenever this album does drop. Oh, yeah, just a lot of fun stuff going on um, as we cross over in October from the music side, from the sports side, and that's going to be fun. Hopefully next episode um, there will have been at least two NBA Finals games, and I can talk to you guys about that as well as um, the NFL closing up their first quarter of the season with with it being week four. Um, I have enjoyed you guys. I hope you have enjoyed me. This has been the podcast about nothing. This is your host, Christian Woodall, signing off. Thank you.